Yo. How are y'all doing today? Happy happy election day, I guess. Is it happy? Is that a good thing? Nobody knows. We'll find out soon enough. But welcome to another wonderful, endlessly joyful ride of craziness. You can call it AVR for short. AVR. Art, music, creativity, fun, debauchery, all of it in Richmond, Virginia. I'm Stephen Fritchie, your host. If you're an avid listener and you've listened before, thank you so much. If this is your first time, welcome to the crazy program. It's a good place to start. I have Deer Eat Birds on the show today. They're an incredible band, really great guys. Um, they just put out a new EP called High Res, which is uh, absolutely phenomenal. Um, I definitely recommend checking that out. Um, you can check it out on SoundCloud, of course. Give these guys a like on Facebook, as I always recommend with these wonderful musicians and artists and lovely, lovely people um, that I, I talk to. So, this week was incredible. Um, I had, we had hosted the first, uh, AVR event. Um, I was very excited about that. It was uh, absolutely phenomenal. It went very, very well. I want to say right now, a huge thanks to Maya, uh, at the BNB and Jake as well for letting us use his bass amp and, and helping out and just being so hospitable and just awesome people, um, in general. Um, also, I want to thank, of course, I want to thank the bands. I want to thank Mike Engel for starting off the night with a friggin' hilarious comedy routine. It was fucking awesome. I loved it so much. Um, we also had, uh, in terms of bands, we had Solar Tantrums there, Seahors, and The Jolts. They all put on phenomenal performances. Um, if you weren't there... You definitely missed out on one of the most exciting house shows I've seen in quite a while. And I'm not biased. It's not like I was hosting it or anything. Also, a huge thanks to uh, Colin, also known as P.T. Burnham of uh, of Drones and of Trauma Laverne um, for helping me out with the PA system. That was really cool. Really got into a pinch there with that, and he helped out a ton. Um and thanks to everybody who came out. I hope you enjoyed it. There will be more coming up in the future. Not in the foreseeable future, but soon. So keep your eye out for that. Also, as I said before, it's election day. So if you're planning on voting, go out and vote now. Do it. Stop the stop the podcast or listen to it as you walk over to go vote. If you're not planning on voting, I've heard perfectly good arguments for that as well. So feel free to do what you want. Um, yeah, that's all I have to say about it. I'm disenchanted with the whole process. It's stupid. But anyway, back to Deer Eat Birds. They have the new album that they just put out, the new EP that's up on SoundCloud. I'm going to have a link for that. Be sure to show up um, this Saturday. You've got uh, Fool's Aaron and Deer Eat Birds. They're going to be playing at Carey Street Cafe, 10 o'clock at night, $5 cover. Great place, great music. Um, Also, uh, they're going to be playing at Bandito's on December 4th. And um, after that, if you're going to plan on uh, heading up to D.C. anytime around uh, Christmas, you got uh, on December 29th, they're going to be playing at D.C. 9 um, that I have not been to before. But Google tells me it's a tri-level hipster hangout with a snug basement bar, music stage with dance parties, and rooftop deck. So, if you want to listen to some good music at a tri-level hipster hangout, I think I I think I should just go there right now. I I really like the sound of that. Yep, that sounds good to me. All right, we ran a little bit long on this one, and I'm just babbling on and on, so I'm just going to cut right to the talk now. I hope you guys enjoy it. I'm sure you will. Thanks. Let's go. All right, y'all. I'm sitting down today with an amazing band and some really awesome guys, Deary Birds. How y'all doing right now? 
We're doing good. We're doing good. I guess I'm the spokesman right now. Yeah, you're speaking. You're spoken. You're, you're spoke. Let's do it. <laughs> I'm all combinations of that word. <laughs> uh, but yeah, just uh, introduce yourselves and, and what you do with the band so we can uh, get your identity straight and then we'll, uh, we'll get to Stefan. All right. My yeah. name is Makias Nagusi. I play guitar. I'm Tecumseh Allen. I play bass and I also sing. Yeah. I'm Damon Bishop. I play drums. Uh, I'm Steven Wolford, and I also play guitar. Nice. All right, guys. So uh, starting off, we'll start with you because you're a RVA native. Um, <laughs> we'll kind of start with that. So uh, what was it What was it like kind of uh, – where did you grow up around Richmond? And, I grew and what up was it like? like on the south side of Richmond. So okay. you just leave the downtown area and head like um, south in Richmond for about like – 10 minutes and then that's about where I grew up over there. Yeah. Like Warwick, Midlothian like um, area by the hospital and whatnot over there. Word. And yeah, had good experiences growing yeah, up for I the most had, part. I had Pretty interesting nice. experiences because I was always kind of um, the odd guy out. Mm-hmm. But like that's natural anyway because I was like uh, one out of eight kids. Okay. So just growing up, I was, and I was like on the younger end of everything too. So like I was kind of just like Oh, don't treat me bad, you know. Wait, can I curse on this? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I was like, oh yeah. man, don't treat me like shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Anyways, yeah, yeah. I was just trying to be careful. Like all of that was so careful. But yeah, no, yeah. I was like, don't treat me like shit, you know. And so, um, yeah, that's kind of how I grew up. Yeah, um, almost like wearing that on my sleeve. Like, oh, just love me. Yep. Um, and I guess like maybe so. Growing up, it was cool experiences. Yeah, to answer your question, cool, cool experiences. Right yeah. And 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 did you like decide to stay in Richmond? Was that like a, a it, it was decisive it measure? It was a decisive or? decision. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like like honestly, like at the time, like I would say, like that was like uh, like if we if we want to like rope it back to like me thinking of where I want to be living, like as an as a young adult and like where, where I want to try and play music. Um, at that time, Richmond wasn't even kind of, um, as interesting as it is now. Yeah. yeah. So it, it wasn't, it wasn't a conscious decision, but something that worked out to, you know, benefit me in the end. Word. Right yeah. on. Yeah. It would seem so. <laughs> um, so I guess, uh, moving on to, uh, Makias and, and you other guys as well. Uh, y'all were from Nova. Um, yeah, yeah. so what, what, like what made you decide to move to Richmond? Well, uh, I'm a music major. I okay. come, I'm, I'm in Richmond specifically for school. Okay, cool. Um, I came, uh, Richmond was the v- VC was actually the only school I really like auditioned to for music school. Really? I had a, a, a bunch of other options. I was going to, I applied to JMU, George Mason. I got into George Mason, but VC was like the only one that like I honestly wanted to go to. Okay. Um, um, and it's just been a great time here. Like I've been able to study with like great musicians and stuff. And one of the great things over here is there's, there's the scene, you know, there, there's a bunch of musicians up in Nova because we're close to DC, but yeah, no Nova cats like spend any time in DC. You know? Yeah. So, yeah, for sure. So I'm just happy that I was able to come down to the city and, and enjoy the music. Word. Was it, I mean, like, was it specifically the program that like really drew you in or honestly, I, mean, I didn't know much about VCU music before coming in. You yeah. Know? Um, all I knew was it was one of the better like uh, music schools, the okay. public music schools in Virginia. And um, I came here originally for classical guitar and then switched over to jazz guitar after my first semester. All right, nice. And it just turned out to be a great decision. There's a, the, the dude that I'm studying with now, Mike S., is like one of like the most famous teachers in Richmond. Like he's built a name for himself and like just his name alone will get you in the door with like any teaching job you want or nice. anything like that. So yeah. Right on. Well, big ups to Mike S then. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right on. Um, I guess, yeah, Steven. Um, I mean, uh, Damon. Yeah. We'll move on to you first. Let's go in a circular pattern here and keep it going. Yeah. Going with me. Yeah. Um. So you also from also from Nova. Yeah. And, uh, also from Nova. What, what did did you come down to Richmond for VCU as well? Or I did not come down for VCU. I was originally just going, just I guess just just living. Yeah. Just living pretty much just uh just going to school up in Nova. Okay. Going to going to Nova <laughs> Community yeah. College, and just uh. I don't know, just not really doing anything. Really, just kind of just there. Yeah. And I got just I just got bored. Really, just got. I didn't know I didn't have any direction, but like I knew I liked music. So yes. like I was doing all that through high school and stuff like that and you know, made a lot of great friends, met a lot of great people. 
So I was like, you know, where else can I go? Where else? Do I, I don't know. I was like, I had a friend just call me up like, yo, Richmond's fucking awesome. Like, yeah. Come on down. We have a we have a thing going on tonight. Just come down for a night. We're having fun. Like, come All join. Right, man, I got time <laughs> off. So like I went down and like, yo, it's like the first time at a house party, right? Yeah. And it's just like insane. It's like, <laughs> I've never seen this many people like up in Nova. It's just like plain, boring, you know, suburban. Home. Yeah. Yeah. Just like, you know, just hanging out with your friends, probably drinking a couple beers, playing video games. That's probably about as interesting as the night will get Word. you know which but is like, good sometimes it's good sometimes of course of course yeah but, but when you know, it's every night you're like, yeah, ah. like yeah. right. <laughs> so, let's, let's spice it up a little bit yeah right but i came down here i was like yeah fuck yeah this is awesome this is like i haven't been around this environment or the scene you know like all these different kinds of people and just like i'm just it was so you know i'm just in the moment you know just like oh, yeah. i had a lot of fun so I don't know, like a couple of weeks later, I had like some like all the money I saved up from work and like I just came down and like slept on the couch and just like for like a couple months and like saved up money through that and then just met these guys, you know? Yeah, right and then, on. Um, a couple months later, here we are. Nice, right <laughs> here on. Here we are. Cool. So that was pretty recent then? Or, yeah, for yeah? me, it was pretty recent. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah two years ago now. Yeah. Nice. Very cool. Well, things can really uh, escalate very quickly in a good way. Yeah, yeah, yeah right on. definitely. If, if you work at it. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it doesn't just like happen every night. Of no, course. That's the same. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Word. And and Steven as well. You're you're from Nova too. Was yeah, was it that Nova. brought you? Um, what, what what siren song brought you to this this place? Honestly, I didn't have like much of an idea of like what Richmond was like or anything. Like I kind of was just like applying for schools and like I just applied all in state, like looking for something. And I was like, well, this is the only one that's in like a like. A, like urban area that yeah. seems cool to me like there's gonna be like a lot more going on and I kind of always like you know coming from the suburbs I always kind of idealize the idea of moving to like the big city yeah like, like you know <laughs> like so that's like the main reason but then when I got here I realized that it's like much more than I thought it would be like 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 such a like the, the fact that there's a music scene at all is awesome <laughs> just because like coming from Nova you're just like well we could play at like that one place like we could play at Jack's, but yep. like here, like there's like so many places, and everyone's down to like have a house show or like promote some kind of art or so. Yeah. yeah, it's definitely a very a very welcoming community, I'd say, and there's a lot of lot of options. Sometimes there's too many options, almost. It's like, it's like uh, yeah, yeah. Well, let's not let's not. I'm gonna leave Halloween behind me at this point. I don't even want to think about all that shit. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. But, um, yeah. So, uh, with, for you, at least, I guess I'll, I'll start with you since you're, you're holding the mic now. Um, like when, spokesperson. when, yeah, yes. We're, we're, you're all going to be the spokesperson by the end of this guys, 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 we're all the spokesperson <laughs> equally. All right. It's the real goal here. But, um, yeah. So wh when did you start like playing music or like when, when did you really start thinking that music was going to be, you know, a driving force in your life? Something that, that really spoke to you? Well, like, I started, like, playing music, like, relatively early, like, even when I was, like, a little kid, I was in, like, some music class, like, you know, some, like, dinky little music class, yeah, yeah. like, a glockenspiel, and you're like, this is an eighth note, but, like, <laughs> so I was in it from, like, the beginning, but then, like, as I got older, I decided I wanted to learn guitar, probably, like, around 12. Yeah. And, like, The glockenspiel wasn't for you. Yeah, it wasn't no. for me. I mean, you know, I just didn't have, the, like, the skill and the technique, you know, or the yeah. classical training that mm -hmm. one needs to really rock out on the glock. You yeah. Know? <laughs> rock out with your glock out. Not, out with your Glock out, you know. But, but um, not, that sounds like it sounds like gun talk, yeah, but know, it's right? not. It's yeah. not at all. It's the total opposite. <laughs> but yeah, so then I learned. I started like like learning how to play guitar, and of course, like from the beginning, I of course had like delusions of grandeur. Like I'm just like like a 12 year old thinking like, oh, I could see myself up on stage, like rock star. Like, yep. But then like, but you know, it's like so I did that, and then I started the, the guitar program at my high, high school because we had like an awesome guitar program there. And that really, like, made me think about it more because, like, I was learning, like, uh, a lot more in depth, like, how to play and, like, how, what it means to be a musician. So, like, probably, like, high school, like, which is actually where I met both of uh, these guys, Dave okay. and Keyes. Cool. But probably around high school when I started to get direction from a, a really great guitar teacher named Keith Owens. He's, like, he's amazing. Like, he's basically why we're, it's part of the reason why we're here today. But, uh, oh, yeah. But then... Going on from there, like, I, I went to school, and I was thinking, like, oh, I'll just be a psych major. I don't think this music thing is going to happen. Yeah. And I kind of, like, plotted along, like, trying to make a band work, but never really find anything I liked. And then, and then basically, like, I met, like, I 
got like back together with uh, Damon and Makias and stuff, and uh, we met Tecumseh, and then I was like, all right, yeah, for sure. Like after school, like definitely doing music, yeah, full on. That's what I'm paying attention to. Like, right on. So, oh yeah, and uh, and Damon, did you start? You started playing at a pretty young age as well, or? Yeah, I also started. Yeah, about the round. Well, I guess maybe not around the same time as Steven. I started playing drums like, I, or I guess I got. Sorry, <laughs> I got my first kit like a long time ago. I was like eight, 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 eight years, eight or something, eight yeah. years old or something. My dad just got it for me as like a, just a that's, random Christmas. That's a present. ballsy move on right? his part, <laughs> right? Yeah, right. It's pretty intense. <laughs> no, I just I played the thing for like a month and then I didn't touch it again for like another like five years. Yep. So it's like sophomore year of high school for me and all my friends at the time. We're all learning instruments, all learning guitar and all that. Like, oh, man, I want to be with my friends, you know, and they're all getting together and jamming. I want to do stuff. And my friend had a drum kit there. I'm like, all right, you know, I could do drums. You know, I maybe can't. I, I can't do the. I don't have the whole spider fingers thing going. Yeah. Pretty chords. But I can do 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 cap do do cap. Yeah. Coordination for that. Yeah, that works. I play sports. I can. Yeah. It's like <laughs> it's like it's like so doing it's that like you know hand coordination like rub, patting your head and yeah. rubbing your tummy at the same time. It's like mu- musical <laughs> like, boxing there. It's right? good. <laughs> yeah. But um yeah after that I um I uh, I got lessons for like a year. Okay. And then um pretty much after that it was just straight YouTube. <laughs> yeah. Just straight YouTube after that. <laughs> Word. And then um joined the uh, jazz ensemble where I met these guys steven and Macias. nice and then it's uh it's all history from there cool right on so uh, how how about you uh how, how long has it been my, has it my been a long journey pretty similar to damon like with the inception of like getting the instrument yeah because my dad as well decided he was gonna get me um he was gonna get me a bass but yes. it wasn't as honest as damon's dad yeah 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 <laughs> by any standards because like i told you before you know i came from a pretty large family so yeah he was like of course dude fucking family band you know oh, i'm gonna have a family he's band. trying to do some so, partridge shit yeah yeah he's trying to uh, jackson five yeah dude some fucking sly in the family stone oh like, man dude, you know olsen fucking brothers and shit hell but yeah whatever so i was like <laughs> i'm like uh all right i mean i got that when i was in second grade and yeah everybody got something he didn't skip out like he got my brother a snare he got my sister a piano and he got my other brother a guitar which he ultimately sold for what i believe was drug money okay <laughs> We all, we all, we all do it maybe at some point, I guess. Yeah, he sold, I, I have to say he was like at that age, like he's a, I think he's got like six years on me. Yeah. So at that age, he was probably like, um, maybe like 18 or 19. Okay. And he was already a businessman, not to, you know, go off too far, but yeah, yeah, he, yeah. it was a jump starter pack and he sold the jump starter guitar, the jump starter amp. Yeah. He sold, he sold everything off and got like double the money for it. So. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Where is he now? Anyways. So, <laughs> so <laughs> Well, just so you know, we have your brother right here today. <laughs> all right. Well, 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 all right. So, so he got the guitar, right? And um I, of course, being in the second grade was more concerned with, like, why am I in school than why I should play a bass, you know? Mm -hmm. So I didn't pick it up until much later, until around high school, too. Okay. And uh, when I got to high school, um, I didn't really play music at all. And, like, I was just learning to play music. Actually, like, school school didn't have the impact on becoming a musician for me um that actually churches had that like yeah. i was i was going to this one church that's around richmond it was like a pretty big church and um they were like yeah yeah for our youth group we need a bass player so one of the guitarists at uh that actually played at their services decided he was going to teach me how to play uh bass and um it was pretty cool he gave me like um he gave me lessons every wednesday i think i remember walking uh to that church for like a year okay and i didn't really care after that you know but then um i went to high school and then i saw like the jazz band playing and like actually really applying the stuff not in a churchy setting you know yeah yeah jesus this you know jesus that so i saw people like actually like feeling the music and i was like spoke to you a little more Yeah. yeah you know and um, I tried to play bass, but the music teacher was like, you know, can you read anything? And I was at that point at, and still, I was like, no, I can't read anything. 
And uh, oh was, wow, you didn't yeah, even learn to read. I didn't learn to read. I just learned to play. Okay, know? cool. Um, very rock and roll. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, let me play. And he was like, no, nah, actually, I hate you. <laughs> so so the guitar teacher actually welcomed me in though because. I think he fucking keefed in his car before school okay. every day. Dude. Yeah. Every day. I mean, like, it was a running gag with the seniors. And at this time, I was a sophomore. So I would give them, like, the nod to know a little bit more, know how that looked. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but it, it was solidified one time where he was like, I'll sell you guys an eighth for 50. <laughs> All right. No, 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 no. He had a better deal than that. He said he'd sell us a quarter for 50. <laughs> <laughs> We haven't heard any of these stories. <laughs> this is all like a lot of this is new. Like <laughs> we're breaking Tecumseh, ground. Tecumseh is an enigma. We're right? breaking ground here, guys. Yeah, we've known each other for like eight years or something. Tecumseh's a new one. <laughs> oh man. Well, well, like um, you gotta so you save s- the good shit for like podcasts. Of course, yeah, it's the time course, you know, to let cause, it out. Because it's a journey for everybody now. Of course. <laughs> This, anyway. is a, this is an adventure. <laughs> so he's selling quarter notes and well, eighth, well, eighth notes he, to everybody. Think, <laughs> <and> <laughs> yeah, he's, he was he was slightly above the eighth. Yeah, yeah. Know, to say the least, but he was just joking though. He was a really nice guy, and um, he showed me a lot of um, a lot of like cool like textural like visual art along with the music like um like this older movie done i think it's really really old but there's multiple different iterations of it and it's probably an older story too going back and it's like orpheus black word um and it's it's got like this like brazilian kind of vibe too you you know what i'm talking yeah very famous old jazz thing he and he showed he showed me that and like little i was getting little tidbits of what it truly would mean to become a musician but not really knowing yeah yeah you know and my thing was form a fucking band and get to Richmond. Yeah. So, you know, I literally went around everybody in my school for like two weeks and I was like, who plays what? Like I'm trying to form a band. Who yeah. Plays what? I was just like getting on everybody's ass. Crap, just like, but, <laughs> but I was just trying to be in a band. So that was my first band. And all that band ever did was like play at the drummer's house, but his mom would bring his pizza. Oh, nice. So, so it, you know, that was a clutch move. Even if you don't know what you're doing, a little motivation so there because I was like, I was trying to force it too much. I was that guy in that, project i was like yeah you guys gotta show up on time you guys have to do this stuff <laughs> and uh you know me now. <laughs> yeah you gotta find a different guy to be that guy so people like you yeah yeah that's yeah, that's put, what i learned from that that's what i learned from that you know people come to me and they talk to me about mckeys you know it's he's, different he's whispering in his ear you're like maybe we should do this you know, he's just, like all right everybody we gotta do this <laughs> yeah of course i'm the shadow dude i'm, I'm pulling the strings in the dark the dick so, cheney of the band I'm the here <laughs> i'm an everyday dick cheney <laughs> anyways <laughs> without the people learning too much um i yeah so i did that um it didn't work and then I, I met some other people who were like a little bit older than me because at this point I'm like 15 you know I'm like 16 yeah and it's like all right well I'm, I need people who are older than me not so I can learn the ropes of playing shows but just so I can play music with people that really know what they're doing because I, I, I was trying to practice I was trying to take it as serious as serious as I could so um anyways make a long story short i ended up playing in like multiple different projects but none of them were even noteworthy you know yeah yeah until i kind of like mistakenly stumbled in and you're you're gonna hear them recount this too i guess more as we talk about it but i kind of stumbled into this one house show where this uh local rapper his name's uh mcchicken yeah uh he was like playing just like this one-off house show i think was like on pine street and i ran into mckeas someone who i a band that I was in at the time, and I broke his floor. So, okay, <laughs> it's amazing what weak foundations can lead to. Right? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Multiple meanings there. Good. <laughs> saving up one line. <laughs> It's like, we have this, we have the ordinance get it out more, more nah, prepared nah, than nah. me i mean okay. hey hey i just hey what it's true yeah, so, i'll <laughs> show whatever and it was kind of just like one off i didn't even know he was about to get on and play guitar in uh, mcchicken's band yeah but they got on real as fuck and and to be honest you know they're laughing about things i haven't said but this is another thing watching making um which because they're a bunch of like jazz guys or whatever and mm-hmm. you know they're really like into that stuff watching him and his like outfit come out because I originally found McChicken like everybody else did with his Richmond River Rat music video. Yeah, yeah. And so initially you're just going to think 
either this guy's insane or hilarious as fuck. Yeah. You know, but he's just insane, I think. Because, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> he's a jazz major and, like, he's a killer, killer cat, you know, and, and uh, McChicken's really killer, too. But you just, you wouldn't expect Gucci Man to fucking, you know, be an arranger of fucking shits. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so, but Gucci Man, Gucci Man is an arranger of the sauce, as we all should know. Uh, by yes, now. of course. Um. Anyways, so he's coming back. They, he got up there. He played guitar, and then after I was like, "Holy shit, you play guitar!" You know, and um, we we're like, "We should jam sometime." And so I jammed with Macias and I jammed with Damon, and they were kind of hiding the goods in Steven because he's obviously the jewel of this band. There you go. Uh, they they didn't bring him out. They just they gave me like what everybody gets the face value set or the. Like the the floor model, yeah, yeah, and, and um, but no, not to disrespect, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I jammed with them or whatever, and I mean, it's that was like um that that started in December of last year, and this project as it is now, after I finally met Steven and then the four of us finally made music together, has been going since probably January and February, and we played our first show in March. Word, yeah. right on. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I'll pass it over to Makias. Yeah, I've yeah. Way too much talking. No, 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 no. That's the. I forgot how we, I started we, now. You know, just all my memories are gone. You we, just recounted such a great story. It was, it was, it was quite a yarn. Yeah, it's it 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 quite good. It's, but now, but yeah. So you, uh, you started playing music probably yeah around uh, the same time, and you're well, pretty. Well, I you're started uh, on violin first. Yeah. Uh, I started violin when I was ten. Really. I played for about three years, I think. The worst experience of my whole yeah. life. I did not think I would continue playing music. Yeah, I it really that, it turned you off that yeah, bad. Yeah, it was just, you know, um, violin. If anybody listens to or plays violins, listening to this, you suck. I hate you. Whoa! Look out, dude! Actually, all of the all of my audience <laughs> is violinists, oh, no. so this is gonna get cut. Uh, but <laughs> They're all violinists, guys. Yeah. Didn't. It's okay. It's not. It was. A, it was just a, a. I just didn't like to read at that point, you know. Mm-hmm. But it did give me the, the the reading potential and the chops for that, like really early. So I I was I was blessed for that, you know. I was later on when I was starting to play guitar, it gave me like an easy end that way, you know. Yeah. So th- that was pretty cool. But it was just not conducive for a, a, a creative mind, and I don't think a lot of the band and orchestra ed- instruments are but anyway uh i i uh i stopped playing music after age 12 i think you know um about i I picked up the guitar when i was 14 okay yeah i i started playing uh the summer before going into my freshman year of high school yeah yeah uh we had this as steven said we had this guitar program you know and they had like multiple levels guitar one two and three and then they had a guitar ensemble guitar orchestra jazz band etc you know yeah. and so uh i started playing guitar going into this program you know so i was uh, immediately educated you know what cool. i mean i never really had like that point in time to be kind of like a fuckboy yeah know? yeah like, you just, didn't, I had the didn't pick up any bad habits yeah, yeah, you I went was right lucky. Into, yeah, yeah yeah straight yeah and so um back then i was like into like pop punk and like some death metal and stuff yeah. like that or i guess not death metal you know it'd be yeah. like metal like hardcore yeah, and like yeah, all that yeah. stuff yeah i just mean that's the, the time angsty music that mm-hmm. you you listen to when you're 14 yep it no no one has ever wronged me at any point in my whole life <laughs> but, but like that's just apparently the music i listen to well and so i um you know I played guitar starting when I was 14, and exactly like Steven said, there's the illusions of grandeur, like, yeah. you know, immediately, you know? And I used to, I before that, I kind of wanted to go to Japan and draw manga, anime, and stuff like that. Yeah, you know? cool. Like that, that was, like, my thing. That was, like, my goal when I was, like, when from fifth grade until I started picking up the guitar. And when I was playing, starting playing the guitar in my mind, I had, like, this vision of living in Japan and drawing comics and nice. doing all this stuff, but yeah. also going on tour and playing guitar. That's so, uh, that's clearly it would have never worked yeah. out. You know? <laughs> but, but if uh, someone does do that, that's, yeah, like, that's yeah. pretty boss. I'm yeah, not gonna yeah. lie. Um, he's just so, on stage just like yeah yeah <laughs> so um, soon after I kind of just stopped drawing and stuff like that guitar really like 
became my life. I okay. broke my leg when I was about 16, and uh, I was like on crutches, crutches for like two months. And then just during that whole time, I really didn't hang out with many people. Yeah. And that's when I first really realized that kind of guitar was like the thing that I was going to like go towards for the future. Yeah, you're, you're just debilitated yeah. into it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I was playing a good bit before, but that yeah. was the point where I was like, well, there's nothing fucking uh, anything else. You know, there's a, <laughs> I've watched this episode of Jerry Springer like 15 times. Yeah, you know, yeah. What am I going to do next? You know? <laughs> So, um, yeah, I, I like started learning more of like, uh, some progressive stuff. I listened to, uh, at that time, I, I think the first really hard song I learned was this song called blood meat yeah. by, uh, protest the hero, which is okay, like, yeah, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're actually pretty nice. I still Absolutely. listen to them now, you no, know, the, they're but, rad. Um, so, and then, um, I picked up classical guitar soon after I was, uh, initially gonna i was i studied that for a little while with keith owens the the teacher at the high school and then i also joined the jazz band in high school too and then right in my senior year uh we i just started auditioning for schools and then it was just set from there i i kind of always felt like i was going to be a musician after i picked up the guitar but you know uh, I can't go back on that decision now at all. Yeah, you yeah. Know, like I've spent thousands <laughs> on thousands of dollars on this education, you know, <laughs> yeah, all your chips are in now. <laughs> yeah, You're like, exactly. all right, yeah, yeah. we're going to let it ride <laughs> right on. Well, that's cool. I'm glad that that's what happened because yeah, it's yeah. Uh, produced a, a wonderful project here. Um, thank you, thank you. but yeah, so it kind of, kind of got the idea of like the story of how you guys ended up meeting there. Yeah. Um, and so like from there, was it like immediately like, all right, we're, we're a band and we're going to do this or was it like a couple couple sessions of like you know jamming out and well, kind of uh, I well so what happened initially was um when Damon came down to Richmond uh he was staying on my couch yeah. and um so right there uh Steven and I actually used to be roommates we actually used to be really 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 good friends before this point too cool and then um we we drifted for a little while we were we weren't like really hanging out for a while and then uh uh about uh 2015 year new year 2015 Steven and I both decided that we wanted to start a, a band with Damon at the same time okay you know? and then um we just we just started jamming with Damon Steven and I became better friends again you know we uh and um that was a year before we met Tecumseh and okay. started playing together. Um Tecumseh broke my floor and Yes. And, uh, Wait, how, and, but how I'm just curious. Okay, you tell the story then. I just how did you break how do you break a floor? So, I've broken doors. The one way that you, you break a floor is that everyone at the house show is actually on rhythm. <laughs> <laughs> and they're collective to like force, like multiplied together. But so just, the important part is they have to be on beat. So don't okay. worry. It's never going to happen. Like, if you have so a house show. There just wasn't a lot of, there wasn't a lot of white guys at this, at this show then, I guess. This is. <laughs> There was definitely a core of people who had a good sense of time. All right. <laughs> and they were center. They're very floor. enthusiastic about it. Yeah. <laughs> um, honestly, that was a major factor. Yeah. And uh, to, to put it in the two, the second major factor was volume. There were so many people in that house. That okay. Night. Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't very it was, large. Like, it was I too would, many. Yeah. I it was would say too maybe. Many. Um, it was raining that day. It was too. raining. And yeah. people still it, showed up. It was not impeded at all. At all right. All, you know, so people showed up. People, people, there was like, it was like 50 people in the back at any time. And like a hundred people in the house, in my opinion, that's the way I remember it. Like it was fucking packed. And you know, it was kind of like on the bottom floor a straight flat layout like you start off in a room and then you're in another room and then you're in another room but all these rooms are connected by like just one kind of hallway yeah a little corridor, upstairs, in, the like a corridor in the middle corridor in the middle to connect yeah. these other rooms and um dude in every room there had to have been over 30 people 30 to you know 40 people <laughs> crammed just, in there yeah almost almost like that scene from i am legend when all the fucking zombies are just like oh, oh. shit <laughs> But then had a bunch of they music started zombies. jumping and the floor broke. You know, that's the best way I can. Yeah. <laughs> Not only that, we had a nice bookshelf set up. They smashed the bookshelf. Oh. This dude. Oh, they were chanting. Oh, they were vicious. They were vicious. 
They were they were fucking chanting, "Break the bookshelf!" Break <laughs> the bookshelf! No, all right. So I I I, I just they I got just upset got, so about like, the bookshelf. I, I, yeah, I, mean, I, I, I were rowdy as fuck. Okay, like they oh, anti-intellectuals invaded the space. At this point in the night, it was so far in, into the night, I was already too gone. It's like, oh, I'll, I'll, you tripping that night? yeah, I was tripping. I was tripping. <laughs> so and I was like, oh, I'm tripping a little bit too hard. I'm gonna go take a rest. So I go upstairs. I'm like, okay, well, whose room can I go into? So I just oh, Mikias' room is open. It's the cleanest. So I go into Mikias. Like, I'll chill in here for like 30 minutes. You know, I'll wake up and I'll go back to party and have an awesome time. You know, like it's been like 10 minutes. I just got in this bed and all of a sudden I hear. Break the bookshelf! Break the bookshelf! Break it! Like, what the fuck is going on over here? Like, I, I know I'm gonna sleep on the couch here, but I still fucking live here, and I have stuff on that bookshelf. I it's feel mine. a level of responsibility this to this bookshelf. They tore, it apart. they tore apart the bookshelf. I remember looking at this from the view from behind the microphone. Good God. They tore apart the bookshelf. Yeah. And then carried its remains outside. Yeah. Okay. Like, like, but, but you have to understand, like, the angry mob... And that moment had to work together yes. to crowd surf the books yep. and the pieces of the bookshelf right out the fucking There's a level door, of ingenuity dude. that yeah. was involved For to me, that. Like I, I just showed up in the, like to this house show and I walked in and the first thing that I saw is some dude just come out of the bathroom and go, fuck, and punch a hole in the wall. <laughs> and I was just like, what the hell has Makia gotten himself into? Yeah. Like I just went over and I'm like, dude, you can't just punch people's walls. Like, <laughs> So from this the seed of chaos yeah. emerged emerge the deer eat birds. Yes, there we go. That's yeah. Yep. Yep. Like just fucking. Yes. So the lesson the lesson of this podcast is: go to a house show, dismantle the bookshelf. You're gonna get a great new band Absolutely. out of it. If, if it's there is, every if time. If there are any kids listening and they're wondering, yep. you know, how do I do it? How do I start? How do I get in a band? The first thing you need to go do is destroy your friend's bookshelf. All right. And yep. Floor and floor. And floor. And floor. <laughs> the, and get someone to punch their wall. There we that go. That was a disaster. That, all right. Well, now we have everything we need to know. Good talk. Great. All mm -hmm. right. We're done. That's no. all? <laughs> no, I'm, just, right, cool. I'm just, I'm totally good. Uh, no. no. <laughs> you just wanted the, cool, the floor breaking story, isn't yep, it? That's, that's all, all, that's all, all I came here yeah. for. Um Yep, but uh, no. Um, so that that leads me to the question of how you guys came up with with the name for the band because because we all know it's a fact of biology that yeah, that deer yeah, eat right. birds. I mean, we were like happens all the time. Of, like, yeah, we were kicking a lot of names around. Yeah, it was. Hot boys. Yeah, I'm gonna mention it. <laughs> it was hot boys. Like the at first, it was gonna be like before uh, Tecumseh even showed up. Our, our original name was uh, was Hot Boys because we hot discovered boys. that. Uh, hot boys is how you say oboe in uh, I think it's like Dan Danish or something. Like, okay. Yeah. So we we're just like, yeah, it'd be so funny. We we're like, we we had the hot boys, yeah, <laughs> the hot boys. But then like quickly realized that was humiliating. Yeah. <laughs> it could be. It could be very and, quickly. Um, and like I don't know, we were just like throwing around random Bird names. Law? And then yeah, then like the first show we played, we were actually we we went as Bird Law. Bird, bird law. Bird law, like a, bird, like the law of the birds. Yeah, law. Of okay, the birds. It's, it's just it's always sunny. Like yeah. we couldn't, we couldn't, figure, okay. out. We couldn't yep. figure out what to do, so we we're just like, yeah, we'll just not good TV show. We'll just yeah. copy that. Like, that works. But then, um, yeah, basically, it just straight up came about because we saw the YouTube video. Yeah, and like it just like I'm just like. Oh my God, Daryl! He ate a bird. I'm like, that's it. That's it. Steery birds, especially because like I just like being able to say that it's for like like uh it's for humanitarian or birditarian reasons. You yeah. Know? It's it's to save the birds. People need to know. They don't know this butchery is going on in the world. <laughs> so you guys support deer hunting then? I suppose then. Oh uh, uh, yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I guess not. <laughs> Here's the thing. This in is life, how the band breaks up, guys. <laughs> this is like, <laughs> wait, what the fuck? In, in life, <laughs> I believe you know. In life, you can either be a deer or a bird. Yeah, and and I would always prefer being the deer. Oh, you know? yeah. I mean, well, deer they get hunted by man, right? Yes. But as well while as they're everything. alive, they get to do something that is such a beautiful thing. And that's just like 
roll deep as fuck. Yeah. You, you, you can't beat that. Absolutely. You know, that's why they're hunted, because they're rolling deep as fuck, you know? In a lot that's of ways. That's how it works with humans as well, I think. I mean, right, right. Yeah, it happens all the time. <laughs> you doing okay, dude? <laughs> they deep you just as fuck. broke him. Did you not see that coming? I mean, what else to dare do? That's, they, they eat birds. And they roll deep as fuck. That's the only. But they roll deep as fuck. That's, that's like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, rolling mm-hmm. deep as fuck. Thursday eating birds. I feel like no we breaks. Start a new Wikipedia page for deer, and all it says is they eat birds and roll deep as fuck. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I that's it. I mean, there's been a lot of research in that realm, so I mean, I think you guys are, have a, have a solid scientific backing for that. <laughs> but hey, that's 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 awesome though. Um, so that was um, what, so that was like after your first performance. That like yeah, that thing. Well, okay. It was like I guess it was floating in the mix before we decided to play the first show. Yeah. But it was kind of just like um. Steven's like child and he nurtured it perfectly to actually like you know pull the switch like take that bird law moniker out yeah throw the dairy birds right in yep I mean I just remember because like all the names like because you know when you're coming with band names you just throw out like a million of them it's like crystal dragon crystal house crystal box and I'm like the whole I just like I was like I like Deary Birds. I'm just gonna keep seeing saying Deary Birds until I wear them down. Yep. <laughs> and if that's Deary, it's just slowly brainwash them into yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> Word. Um well I guess sort of like getting more into like the the technical aspect of things, because I really do like the way uh you guys compose your music and, and just sort of I, I find it pretty unique. Um but like so I guess I'm kinda interested in like your, your songwriting process and how, how you go about that. Like is that a is that a collective effort uh, on the on, on like in the group or does somebody kinda take the forefront with those things? It's uh it's kinda been different like the whole time. Like in yeah. the beginning, uh like uh first of all, me, uh Makias and Damon, we had like just backlogged tons of jams that we had because every time we jam we'd record it just because I don't know, just like <laughs> just to record it. Just, like yeah. So yeah, yeah. So we we recorded it, and we would like take riffs from there, and we jam them out, and create songs from there. So it was kind of a collective effort, like all of us kind of just coming together and jamming on something. So uh, for the first uh, like couple months, that was like kind of what was like how we would do it. It was like very collective, very all like we would jam out these songs together and kind of figure it out. But then as it went along, we kind of uh we all just started kind of like bringing in parts and like like more or less like writing out like songs for ourselves and then bringing them in and then other people would come up with their own parts Word. and you know maybe like we'd give each other some direction but uh so it has transitioned a little bit more to like um like songwriters like and uh, us writing individual songs and not jamming out as much but uh there's still that element of like us coming together and uh and kind of figuring out what we want for ourselves for the song word right on yeah, it, it was primarily very like jam based at the beginning. Yeah, even for a a, a, a lot of it of the music now, kind of that's the aesthetic that we kind of are trying to keep a lot more in in what we're doing. You know, we we have like a a lot more structure than we used to, but now we kind of reserve the jamming for like specific parts and you know really work with that instead you see a lot of these like bands just go up and jam and stuff like that which is cool in and of itself you know that's an experience that's momentary you know that's improvisation that's that's what i love in most music but like right now it's kind of cooler just to have sections where we just jam yeah yeah you know just like you know so it doesn't become like a 10 minute fish odyssey like yeah, you know yeah, like yeah. we're the grateful dead part 2 or something nah, you know? nah, like, yeah. yeah you have a little bit of structure that you kind of just work in around that way there. we're kind of pink floydy you know yeah yeah because they had that vibe for sure well that's that's a, that's a good thing to be like for right. sure i, I mean, mean I feel like, like a few people were into them right but yeah i think i think <laughs> i think i heard of them a few times maybe, in passing i'm not sure times. not to be confused with you know the very famous yellow floyd yes yellow yes <laughs> oh yeah. no, no no i mean yellow wolf my bad yeah <laughs> yeah dude you gotta know he's got mad bars <laughs> no of course i would never make that that mistake <laughs> no no but um yeah also uh, just a little bit about like your recording uh, process, because I, I, yeah, I mean, the, the recorded songs that I've heard of yours are, are I mean, pretty well produced. And uh, well, thank I mean, you. Yeah, <laughs> that's you. 
that's 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 yeah. me. Do you record? Do you record here? Or? Um, we we probably will when it when it's time for the next project because yeah. I just hate my house. Yeah, <laughs> okay. The last ones were done at my house that I grew up in in Southside. So All right, cool. Figure right. Yeah. <laughs> But, was that um, in the in the family bands uh, area or um, <laughs> no 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 family band it's just it's just me like um like my parents left and just kind of yeah, yeah. like let me be the ward the okay. warden of it so I was like oh what better thing to do with this than record you know so um and and the kind of recording came by with like uh, me being in other bands and um those bands like just like creatively and just like mentally was the space we're in wasn't really like conducive for success at all okay and so i ended up you know just kind of trying to amass a skill set not so much to benefit other people but to like benefit myself in the sense of someone's got to do it you know yeah and so um like my one of my old bandmates, what he, what his dad got him was like um just like this little pocket studio like this Tascam four track or no it was an eight track, and uh, so it was like old throwback kind of thing and um I started like recording stuff with that with that with those eight tracks and then I consulted with um somebody <clears throat> who like does a lot of recording and producing around here his name is Brian Lothal word and, yeah um, really nice guy really cool guy he kind of showed me a couple different things I could do to get better at it. And, you know, I didn't really have to do it for anything important until this project. So like it's, it's been a learning experience being able to kind of wear that hat and, uh, make sure our stuff comes out pretty good in this band. Right on. Um, so we had a bunch of the material going into it too, but we actually go. Uh, we we self financed this completely. It was it didn't cost a lot of money. We had the mics, we had some other material, but yeah. then uh, we yeah we needed an interface. We had we got this really what is the sixteen channel? Was yeah. it the sixteen? Channel? Oh nice, a really nice. Yeah, two hundred and twenty-five bucks. Really? That that would that shit will run you past a thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah. Know? No, that's yeah. See, and that's that's RVA shining through again, or you know, Richmond shining through again, yeah. because um, that was that was uh, Reed from Night Idea. Okay, yeah. Know? And he sold that to us. He just didn't need it anymore. Yeah, He's he getting rid of that. Apparently, yeah. he himself just kind of used it for his own home recordings. Okay. I think he was looking to upgrade or something like that. Nice. But uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> for the win with that, because yeah, hell yeah, that's we used that. Um, then we bought a snake, you know, and. Um, yeah, the snake was like 160. We we did it for the low, you know. I um my my secret is actually I've got the connect when it comes to those those dope wave plugins, bro. Oh word, okay, <laughs> <laughs> all right. But 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 we will say no more. We will say no more, dude. The, the keep whole, it, keep the it whole on the fucking quality there. protection uh, division of waves right now. If they check this out, what? Where's the breach? <laughs> <laughs> And then, um, so we had all the equipment, and one thing that I really am proud to say about this uh, recording specifically, it was all done live. Yeah. There was no oh, really? second takes. There was, we, not second, oh, we, yeah, there, we, we did the songs multiple yeah, times, yeah, yeah. but there was no, like, you know, overdubbing. Yeah, you weren't, like, like, piecing stuff. it together yeah, or anything. Yeah, no, yeah. This, that was this, like, that, something that, you know, I hope this doesn't sound contentious or, like, you know, me being an asshole or anything, no. but something that you really, like, you miss a lot in, in a lot of bands is having, like, a real good chemistry. You know yeah, I mean? yeah. And these guys, like, if the recordings hopefully prove something, these guys were willing to work immediately. We we had, we recorded all, we recorded one track in one day and then five tracks on the other day. Wow. So this was only two days of recording. You just flowed right yeah, through just, it. Just rough. There's yeah. one song that we're going to release that's called uh, Pompadour. At the end, you could hear us go, why is recording so hard? <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, I mean, um, that's that's something that I, I feel like we're really proud of. Is yeah, that we did it live and uh, everything in there is as organic as possible. Yeah, there's a few mistakes, but you know, whatever, you know. Yeah, they, I mean, it really does. It really does capture like the 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 essence of your live show too. So that's like, thank I mean, you, incredible. You. And with that, that's how I was introduced to you guys. So I mean, yeah, it, yeah. It's, for me, it's awesome. Uh, <laughs> and I, ho- I hope for most people, it is yeah. as well. Um, but yeah. So that that being said, I mean, uh, like you know, you just you just put out. That single, uh, yeah. just a few weeks ago, Hammurabi's Code. Just about right? two weeks ago, we released yeah. Hammurabi's Code. Which is an incredible song. I, I fucking love it. Um, especially, like, you know, those little, like, uh, those little offbeat hits that you put in there and yeah. all that shit. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, it's just, like, it's, it's incredible. Um, but, yeah, so, like, what what else, uh, is there anything else that you guys have coming up 
soon that uh, oh, we should keep yeah, an eye yeah, out yeah. for? Or, um, uh, yeah, well, the whole EP itself is yeah. we're about to release. And so, you know. Yeah. Okay. All right. We're a bunch of idiots. Well, wow. Like, well. Honestly, what happened is our, our power went out because we forgot to switch the bill over because we're incompetent. We're incompetent. So, like, that got distracting. <laughs> so real. That's so fucking real right there. So, we kind of, like, got distracted by the fact we didn't have power. Yeah, that can be a little off-putting, you know? We're musicians, not adults. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's important to being a musician, I think, actually. <laughs> you so. tell me about it. Right? <laughs> we record labels. They care we're babies. Help us eat. Um, <laughs> yeah, so so we're going we're gonna to put that out. Um, nice. Probably tomorrow. Look for that tomorrow. You know? Hell yeah. Well, it'll be, when this is released, it'll be a, a week before. Right. But yeah. Oh, right. So right, it's, right, right. it's. So it will already be out and we've already got rave reviews. Yep. Uh, yep. It's amazing. So I got this in right before you guys got rich yeah. and, and moved to LA. So that's right. good. Yep. <laughs> Internet's busiest music nerd. Oh man. No, oh, no way. Fantano. Of course, I did no research on this topic, and I am speaking out of my ass and and whatever. But um, I give that rumor a soft <laughs> too. Okay. Why? I mean, why? Because it's, it's the traditional Anthony Fantano way to give everything that's like okay a seven. Yeah. I mean, this. Oh, I guess this situation is not okay. <laughs> it's <laughs> really not okay. It's not okay to be racist. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, let's not talk so. about Anthony Fantano. <laughs> I mean, yeah, if you, I mean, yeah, for sure, if you want. Yeah. Yeah. Go for it. All right, all right. I guess uh, as a band, you guys yeah. can correct me as much as you want, you know, but uh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, if you, uh, like, uh, the Mars Volta is one band oh, that absolutely. is definitely, like, our biggest influence. It's palpable like. as shit, yeah, too. I mean, yeah. you can definitely we, tell. We owe them some royalty money, to say the least, <laughs> you know? <Like. laughs> <laughs> to come zone. Um, <laughs> and um, um, and then I'd, have you ever heard of a hiatus coyote? Yeah, that's one band that really like solidified like a lot of we we really all got into that. Uh, um, uh, Zena Rubi Rubinos, this New York cat, she's coming through uh, Strange on the eighth of December. Right, highly on. recommend it. Yeah. She's really good. Hell yeah. Um, Definitely just, check I found it out. her on like Spotify Weekly, and then I just showed it to these guys, and we all just bonded over that. Yeah. Um. Well, Steven and I played in another band in high school together, so there's a lot of like exchange of music between him and I. We got into uh, the Animals as Leaders together. Yeah. Um, that's when we both also discovered Mars Volta. What else was there? There's Man Man. Um, Fall of Troy. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Frank Zappa. Frank Zappa was one of our, like, it doesn't show at all in our music. Zero percent, but that's like one of our favorite, like Stephen and my like, the, favorite The attitude. People. The attitude oh, is there, uh, you know? I, I, I enjoy that then, you know? He yeah. had such a flamboyant attitude. That oh, dude, yeah. yeah and, and plus, also, you guys said you recorded this album over the course of two days. That's yeah. some Zappa shit yeah, right there. Because yeah. once you get him in the fucking studio, he's like, all right, we're fucking doing yeah, this. Course, and if you don't course, want it, the door's right there. Yeah. Like, you know, like... <laughs> um. Mastodon, I feel like Damon and I bonded yeah. over Mastodon. Nice. That was a band that um you guys wanna take it? Any influences? Yeah, I would say just speaking on me, um like obviously everything that Makias just said, yeah, we, we all mutually fuck with there's like it's very rare because I we're not really like um like niche kind of people, I don't think. Like we all kind of like take music in volume and if it's good we really like it and you know, if we don't like it whatever you yeah know? yeah so we kind of see eye to eye on everything and most of the time like it's almost communal now where we'll be like hey have you heard of so-and-so yet or whatever like uh, have you guys heard of palm palm, palm. Like, they're like out of philly palm? yeah like like palm of your hand I like I have, I yeah oh check yeah check check them out because they're dope you know yep. and that's how it goes yeah. or whatever <laughs> most of the time uh, that's that's my that's my hometown though so for sure yeah oh, for real? yeah yeah 
Yeah, they're they're they're, they're fucking dope. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and so yeah, I mean, me, um, my dad again to to plug my dad. <laughs> he was like, yeah, 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 man, because uh, I started singing too, like maybe when I was like getting into music, and um, he was like, you gotta, you gotta. You got, you got to be like Otis Redden, man. He's like, you got to emulate Otis, like, because you already kind of have a raspy voice. So that's what you should do. So yeah. I did that for a little bit, but then realized, you know, not not so much like just trying to get the grit, but like soul. And yeah, so yeah. I like a lot of soul workers, like you know, like Teddy Pentagrass and stuff like that, and like really just like cool shit. Of course, like Motown stuff, and I like that, yeah. and that kind of like that kind of goes into, you know, the the more prog stuff cuz I definitely had my like metal like screw up phase too. Oh, like, for sure. My boys were like in a band and like I was checking out like like bands like My Children, My Bride and Yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. That. Yep. <laughs> I didn't fuck with them though. I didn't fuck with them. I didn't fuck with them. It's okay. It's but, all right. Uh, it's okay. <laughs> Everybody starts somewhere. I accept it. I accept uh, it. August burns red. Dude. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah. but then okay after that you know i got out of that and i found stuff you know like between the buried and me and mm-hmm. more like pushing it shit like my guitar teacher at the same time showed me like yes and like just old progressive and new progressive and i was like damn okay there's stuff like you got the soul you got the feeling and then you got guys on the other side that are more precise with it mm-hmm. you know and that's just me that's who i am bringing them both together yeah, right on on me now uh, yeah 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 so what, what was the question again it's just a uh, infl- influences, oh, influences that you want to mention you know oh. <laughs> that's the most damon moment you'll see <laughs> so i guess yeah a lot of my influences um so i guess yeah definitely a lot of like stuff from like i guess um yeah, a bit a bit more of a like um tech metal like uh, i wouldn't necessarily like all gents you know yeah but um you know like yeah some like yeah mashuga stuff or a bit more or stuff like a bit more on the progier side so like yeah like um yeah periphery and then tool uh, oh yeah um mashuga and animals as leaders mm-hmm. and yes mastodon like i was in a lot of that stuff but then like after there was some point in high school some point i don't remember exactly when but i was showed mars volta and i was like Damn, this is fucking sick. Like, mm-hmm. They showed me Bedlam and Goliath. First song. Yeah. First song. Oh, hell yeah. It hits you. Yep. Boom. Like, at first Relentless. I was like, what the fuck is this? And I'm like, but the drummer's killing it. Like, yeah, this yeah. Is fucking awesome. But, you know, but yeah, after a couple listens, I was like, I was all about it. And then, yeah, like, at first it kind of just sounds like a bunch of explosions and yelling. And, <laughs> yeah. then, and then you're like, oh, there's, yeah, now I hear it. Like,. <laughs> But then from there, um, I just, uh, some friends showed me this band called Kudu. There's this drummer, oh, like, yeah. D'Anthony Parks. Kudu. He was, like, uh, doing, like, this drum and bass stuff. And, like, I hadn't seen a whole lot of that. And, yeah. Like, for the stuff I did see, it was just, like, you know, uh, just a drummer doing a basic. Yeah. And it was, like, see, like, some guy just doing, like, I don't know. I Like, I, I, at this point, I wasn't too uh, exposed to a whole lot of, like, crazy drum stuff. Other than yeah, just, yeah. Like, metal. So I was like, all right, trying to get out of the metal area now. All right, get, discovering a little bit more jazz. Broaden the horizons, stuff, yeah. And, you know, I was like, all right, cause this is pretty fucking crazy. And, you know, I don't know. That's, yeah. From there, uh, Kudu, I say, yeah, um, Ball of Troy. Pretty much, like, we listened to a lot of the same yeah, bands. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That's the vibe. Like, we went to the same school. Yeah, we lived together. We listened to a lot of the same <laughs> stuff. You guys are like a fucking, <laughs> like, just a brain trust here. Like, it's like, yeah. Like, oh, what else do I have uh, that they didn't say already? Uh. Oh, Flying Lotus. I listened to a fuckload yeah. of Flying Lotus. Fuck. Incredible stuff. Thundercat a lot. Just Incredible stuff, man, for sure. That's I guess, honestly, the only thing that I have that's like probably different in my music de- like musical development besides these guys that was a big influence is it's like I was super into Tom Waits when I was in high school. Yeah. Like, that was oh, like man. my transition from like, like One of my fucking favorites. Like, punk, like a lot of punk music and a lot of like just like alt music like and then, like, just getting into Tom Waits and, like, just getting into music that was, like, harder to listen to. Like, yeah. Like, and it really, like, gave me an affinity for just, like, kind of, like, dissonance as well as just, like, just scary shit. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah. It made me really appreciate, like, just really creepy music. He certainly, like, he certainly yeah. paints a disturbing yeah, picture yeah. a lot, but, you like, know? <laughs> so I kind of, like, use that going forward. I, I don't really listen to him that much now, but, like, definitely, like, I keep in the back of my head, like, hey, man... You know how awesome it is when like when something hits the nail on the head as far as like the creepy meter. <laughs> like, yeah, it's, like, yeah, it's perfect. Like, right uh, on. Yeah, that's probably the only thing different than 
than what everyone else mentioned. I listen to all those other bands as well. Oh, <laughs> yeah. One thing that I feel like we all forgot to mention is, I, 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 I feel like I can say this confidently, we all like like jazz, too. That's yeah. kind of like a, a lot of where... Uh, our headspace is when yeah. we're writing music. I mean, we it kind seems of like a big component. Aesthetic of like listening to like all these other bands, you know, taking that sound and then trying to jam the seventh chords and then yeah. like just different polyrhythms and stuff like that. That's kind of that's kind of what we we do in Dear Eat Birds. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Forcing all those sort of progressive yeah. uh, sounds into this sort of jazz format in a way. Damn. Yep. No, absolutely. And you guys do it well, man. Thank it's you, it's getting you. better every time I see you, so it works out. Um, Hopefully it won't get any worse. Yeah. <laughs> I'll let you know. I'll yeah, let you yeah, know, guys. <laughs> I'll let you know. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, to... I guess before we go, do you guys have any um, any like shows coming up anytime soon or uh, November twelfth? Yeah. We're playing Cary Street Cafe with uh, nice. Yeah, exactly. And left, we haven't played a, like a legitimate venue in since August. I feel like yeah. So like yeah, yeah. Hey, the, August we played the 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 Camel. Yeah, and then it's been just straight house shows and just like stuff like that for a little while. It's a good so, way to do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. At least now we're excited to play in a more uh, legitimate uh, yeah, establishment. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. Nothing against all these great. House it's good. Shows it's good. Really. It's good to mix it up a yeah. little bit. You know. <laughs> Oh, and I love playing house shows because the crowd's always lit as fuck. Oh yeah. But one thing that's so much like like so nice about playing a venue after playing house shows a lot is you're like, oh my god, I can hear everyone. Yeah. I yeah. can actually hear everyone. Yep. Like, oh fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, this shit's actually like set yeah, up yeah, for you still, when like, you get house there. House shows are like still awesome. Yeah. Like, it's always just like, oh my god, the people. <laughs> the, yeah. The vibe is incomparable. Yeah, like, I mean, it's. Yeah. yeah. Your face, they want it. <laughs> yep. It's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing for sure. Uh, yeah. um, is it, so that's the November twelfth. That's the. Uh, there's also, and, um, there's, we have a show November twelfth, and then we have a show December fourth at Banditos. Because of course, like with Thanksgiving come up, coming up, we're we're gonna let the rest of November just you know be relaxing. Yeah. Nice. And then we're gonna let you know, and we're gonna do the same thing in December and play in December. And I believe, are we going to play in the at, uh, in the 29th oh, of yeah, December yeah, as well yeah, yeah, and yeah. at Black Cat? And DC. It's not Black Cat, it's DC9. Oh, DC9. DC9, I think it's uh, Ruste Guerro or something. It's G-U-E-R-R-E. I, I don't know how to pronounce that. Ruste... Rustiger... <laughs> Resting, yeah, yeah. It's a, a a former Richmond band that uh, relocated to Nova. Uh, really nice. good dudes. Uh, I know the drummer Tonito. He used to he he graduated from VCU uh, on jazz saxophone, and their guitarist went for uh, jazz guitar for a little while. That's the 29th I think it's DC nine. DC nine. Yeah. December. 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 Yeah. Yes. Yes. Word. Out. Yeah, that that that'll close out the year, and then you know everything for next year is to be announced. But yeah, word. that's all in the works right now. Right yeah, on, man. So just uh, three more shows to close out this year will be pretty fun. Hell yeah, pretty I'm pretty looking forward to it. Hopefully, I can catch them all. Yeah, and of course we we, we leave you with the EP. The EP's coming by out. The time this comes yeah, out. by the by by the time you've heard this, it'll be on its way. It'll Hell yeah, right on, dude. Well, I'm very excited for all that. I had a great time. Yeah. Thank you guys so much. Yeah. Uh, so always a pleasure to be in your company. So, yeah, right on. Yeah.
yeah. That was Hammurabi's Code. Uh, that was their the second single that they released off of their new EP, High Res. Um, you can get that full EP right now on SoundCloud. Absolutely phenomenal stuff. I highly recommend it. I also highly recommend seeing these guys perform live because they really bring the energy, and I've always had a wonderful time at their shows. Um, so that being said, just to reiterate, November 12th, this Saturday, Cary Street Cafe, December 4th, they're going to be at Bandito's and they're closing out the year December 29th at DC nine up in Washington, DC. Definitely check them out. Um, thanks so much to the guys for having me over and uh, having such a great time next week on the program. Uh, we're going to have the talkies on. Get ready for that. That's going to be very exciting. I had a great time with those guys. Um, and then we're going to take it from there. Thanks again so much to everybody who helped the first AVR event pan out well. I really appreciate that. And, uh, yeah. Until then, uh, yeah, it's election day. And I can't really say that I care much about this presidential election anymore. It's kind of just... I've lost my faith in that system. But locally, and I, I say this because I think this is important, locally I think uh, that we have to participate, especially in this current uh, mayoral race that's going on. And so I implore you to go out and really just vote for anyone except Morrissey. Um, but I I would hope that, that y'all go out and vote for LeVar Stoney. Um, for mayor of Richmond. I think that would help out a lot around here. And that's what we need to work on, our communities. And we can we can kind of do things from the ground up, I hope. Um, yeah. And just do your research before you go to the polls. It's not that hard. There's a couple propositions about amendments uh, to the Virginia Constitution. Um, I highly recommend reading up on those and uh, not voting for something that's going to make it harder for unions in this state. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Um, but yeah, LeVar Stoney for mayor. Whatever else you do, just make an informed opinion and have something to back it up with. Yeah. All right. Peace.